All right, welcome back. If you're here, you're here for part two of the lovely astral travel meditation I did while on psilocybin. So we're going to dive into what happened next and what is going on with the blue triangular points that I was seeing. And I'll explain it now. When it comes to Joshua Tree, Joshua Tree has a very certain space in my heart and I didn't even notice it until I went there the first time. And when I went the second time, I just keep getting called back there. So when I went, you know, I hosted a retreat with my soul sisters and the three of us, in order to get ourselves ready, which it was very different for us, but in order for us to get ourselves ready, we sat together in a triangle. So if you have women in power with you that work on themselves, work on their healing, you will understand that that friend group is extremely rare and that's your soul family. Those people who bring you up, that help you during your bad days and your down days, that bring you nothing but peace and love when you're going through your hardest times, those are your people that you care about. Those are the people that you love. That's your soul family. And when I met them, you know, I just knew. We all just knew. The three of us just, we just knew. And that's why we started doing these retreats together because holy shit, it is so different when you meet people that just understand you. So when we met the first time, because I went on a whim and I just went to Joshua Tree and I said, screw it, I'm just going to go. And I went. And when it came to like going the second time for our retreat that we were hosting with Angel Road Retreats, it just became very, very blunt to us that we need to do more of this. And the women that were there, wow, this the empowerment that they had was fucking crazy. But it, it's just beautiful to see that. But to know that that's what we're supposed to be doing, that's the beauty in it, right? So why I had to explain that so you could understand the power that we harness together. We kind of attached ourselves to each other and you know, we talk to each other almost weekly as we try every day, but it's very, I'm terrible with communication. They know that, but we all have our own lives. And when it comes to the space of us, we didn't realize what our energy was until we stepped foot into the retreat. And like, we were tired, we were exhausted. We're all jet lagged. Well, Marissa wasn't, she was exhausted because she worked so freaking much. And Amber and I were jet lagged because she came from Hawaii. I came from Massachusetts to California we sat there, we recollected, then we got the next morning, we got everything prepared with everybody. We get to the house, but before we took the trip with the girls, so the psilocybin trip, because on the retreats, we macrodose you with the psilocybin trip. And oh my God, you guys don't even understand. It's literally the best freaking healing you can do when you're there with people who are giving you that Reiki, who are helping you spiritually, intuitively. It's so different on the psilocybin. So it's a whole different animal. If you guys are ever interested, seriously, angelroadretreats.com. You guys should really check us out. You would really enjoy it. We do women-based retreats. We are working with couples in October and not just couples, but women too. Um, and it's not fully couples. It's like you know, a sister and a mother, you know, it's things like that. So I just call it couples, but it's just people going. So we're doing that in October. But when it comes to the space of why they are so important to me, we have learned who we are together. We kind of dove into it. So when we got there, we let the girls go in the jacuzzi to get themselves acquainted and we wanted to prepare. So for us, we had to physically meditate together. So there was this platform, a stargazing platform that was up like the back because it was nuts. We were like supposed to go to one place and we ended up going here. It was just, it was a crazy, crazy week. It was perfect. Uh, it worked out just the way it needed to. So we sat down, we created a point. We are a triangle. This is what I was told in the meditation. We created a point where the three of us are a triangle. The energy that is held within us is so 
fucking intense. I've never felt anything like it in my life. In my life. And the reason why they brought up the points, the triangular points, is because it correlates with Amber and Marissa. And we're all doing our healing. They need their healing. I need my healing. And we're doing it together. But the reason why is because the three of us have this potent energy that we're able to heal and work through whatever we need to, but also help the world. We are helping people get through what they need to, but we all are doing it in the way that works for us. So when you look at a headspace between all of us, we're just all very different people who are all very much the same. They just love each other. There's no fighting. It's just love. Like if we both feel a type of, we both, we all feel a type of way, we're going to tell each other how we feel and then we're going to correlate, bring it back and have a conversation about it. It's not that difficult, right? We understand that we all have feelings and emotions. But when I saw this, I was like, shit, they're bringing this up. And why is the spirit guide bringing this up? And it was because he was telling me to harness my power because we have this power within us. But he was talking about to focus on helping the rainbow, the greenish pale light aura. The swirl vortex blue is our energy, but it is purple. You will move that way in years, about two years. Right now you are being you. So I'll move out to California in about two years. That's what he was telling me. Seeing pure white bright Turquoise aura with pink around my right hand in the sun. Left hand is yellow, orange, and red. So I was talking with him about the healing and when I was going to move and I'm like, okay, well, show me what else I need to see. So now when I look at my hands in the sunlight, I can literally see my aura. So I'll see, you know, red, orange, and yellow, and I'll see turquoise and pink. So if you know what the aura colors are, you'll understand that. But it's my healing. I work with my hands when I heal. So it was just kind of like, okay, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And he was just confirming that I was moving out there because I was questioning him on it. I was questioning my spirit team on it. Didn't know he was on my team. But I was questioning them because I'm like, am I moving out there? I would love to. And I'm not used to change. I don't want to leave my husband, obviously. But at the end of the day, I'm not holding back anymore how I feel. Like, if I physically need to leave, yes, I love him. But I can't hold back my dreams and goals just because of a person, right? And I did that before when I met him. I was supposed to move to Vegas and I never went. So I'm not doing it again. And as much as you love someone, you're going to do what's meant for you. So that is what happened with the lovely, lovely colors and meeting with him and talking about that. So I'm going to dive into Chief. Chief is just, he is my man. He is my lovely, 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 well, I'm him, reincarnated little short story about Chief so you guys understand who Chief is. Chief is somebody I met in Joshua Tree, as I discussed before. But Chief, he is a king, I'm telling you. Because, yes, he's come to me. But he comes to me all the time. He talks to me all the time. And when he came to me in Joshua Tree the second time, he came with a woman. And he called her, like, Littlefoot or something. And I was like, okay, all right. And she was around the woman's circle when we were doing the retreat. She was, like, circling us, saging us. It was very cool. But I can see figures and people standing there. So it was very different. But like I said, Joshua Tree energy is just so fucking potent. So different. So Chief, when Chief comes to me, he just presents himself. He's, like, as a crow or a raven usually. He makes himself very known. And when we were in Joshua Tree, there was a, a raven that came to me and was cocking at cocking at me. <laughs> squawking at me while we were at this interesting microdose store. We were just curious to see what it was. And I went over to him and I said, what's up? Because he wouldn't stop. And I was like sitting there eating my strawberries. I said, what's up? And he said, 
you're going to use me today and you're going to see when I'm there. And then he told me all this stuff because he talks to me through crows. So when we went and sat down for the meditation, I even have a video of it. The crow, he started cawing or cocking. <laughs> he started doing that while we were in the meditation. It was fucking crazy. Uh, but it was confirmation. Like, look, this is confirmation. And me and Marissa's husband, Scoot, looked at each other. I was like, see, see. <laughs> We were just like, what? Like, it was just nuts. But he comes to me in that way. He comes to me in that light. That's who he is. That's how he presents himself. So I'm going to discuss what he does. Um, he talked about Anton. So this guy's name's Anton, the spirit guide. Uh, he is my guide. He's my guide's name. And he brought me to a purged village. I, the chief, have to check on surroundings. Because each time I go into this, I travel with the person or I become that person. So with Aphrodite, I either travel with her or I become her. I'm usually her. Same thing with the chief. I'm usually chief. But when he comes to me like this, he comes to me as his self. And then we go together in meditation. So when I'm traveling, I'm astral traveling. I'm usually myself, uh, which is Aphrodite. But I see it in a different way. It's interesting to explain. I have to check on the surrounding village of huts and teepees. I went on foot with my with my house, I don't know, oh, my horse, <laughs> my horse next to me and my tribe. Chris is my husband. Um, he is the man next to me. When I close my eyes, I see mountains and old scenery. Chris said to me, which I don't know what his name was there, but Chief, what do we, because my husband is um, the person that stabbed me. It just gets crazy. So my husband in my past life, I was chief, but he was my partner that stabbed me, and then he pulled the knife out and took care of me while I died, and then he took over my tribe. So that is who, like, my husband is. So we've been in past lives before together. There's a reason we're still together. Um, so we have a lot of stuff to work through. Uh, <laughs> um, what do we do is all I hear. <clears throat> this tribe village has disintegrated. I step into state where he will search for survivors and help that we did. We found some injured and burned, dead all around the village. We start making moves. We start making moves, um, taking carts to carry these souls. We walk them over to our place, which we had to walk far. Like, it wasn't a short walk. It was far. And this village, I'll describe what I saw because I obviously remember it. And I walked into this village with the chief and obviously Chris, but... I don't know what his name is, so we're just going to go with my husband's name, Chris. And we just were looking at the scene, and it was like someone went through and created these fires and set aflame everything, and you saw everybody everywhere. And it was hard to watch because people were screaming and dying, and you could smell burning bodies. I've never smelled a burning body until I went into this astral projection. Don't know how to explain it. I just could smell it, and it was really sickening that I asked my spirit team to stop. Because smells are even more, like, potent when you're going through a whole psilocybin trip. You can just smell a lot of things. Um, but the weed kind of mellows that out, but it was not. So it was very hard to watch. Um, being that tribe, we got to that overstimulated point. The anger besided us. We trusted our ancestors would handle it. Please don't let it disrupt our peace. That's what I told my tribe. I said, please don't let it disrupt our peace. Because we were very overstimulated and angry because of what this this these people did, what they did to this like other tribe, and just because they're not us doesn't mean we're not going to go help them. So we heard about it, we had to go help and save them. That's just what we had to do. We clean what we can. Food is for tomorrow. In the weeks coming, we have to reharvest, but it will be okay. We solved with peace. 
Fire was from prior group who wanted the land. We built even bigger and combined all the tribes to one piece of land. They never bothered us again. We can do it with peace. Their karma isn't served by us. It is up to the lands. Ooh, wow. Lands, fire, earth, water, source, not us. We always succeeded. How fucking crazy is that? To literally sit here in a meditation and like reread this back because like I told you guys, I haven't reread this back. So I'm getting full body chills right now. And that's like communication with my spirit team. But the fact that they didn't bother us again and we combined together just shows our power. And it shows like how in everyday life, what we should be doing, how we should be combining ourselves and combining our energy to work together and not be in a place of anger and greed and rage and just trying to be successful. Just be at peace. Help other people be together. Be at one with other people. That's the problem we don't realize. So I find it really fucking cool that we're full on having a conversation about this and I'm leading my tribe to a different place and I'm helping the other tribe and that leader and whoever else survived get food. Even though we didn't have the food, even though it wasn't harvested yet, we still didn't know what to do, but we still did it. We still made it work and we can do that too. We can still make it work. We can still make it work. See, how easy is that? I'm going to go to part three. So that's going to be where we kind of end things, but I'll catch you at part three and I hope you enjoy my astral traveling talk because this is just it's fun to talk about to give someone like insight that they can do this too i love it (laughs) thank you guys for being here as always i love you guys thank you